0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How you doing this morning, Jay?
1: Great, Michael. How are you? Really good. Excellent.
0: So, kind of a hodgepodge of few things I wanted to talk about. Um, one, and this is sort of just a vent, and I may maybe you've got these same feelings too. But boy, I get tired of dealing with stupidity. <laughs> And, Give me and, an example, Michael. And, and and by that, I mean, um, so I had a tweet conversation with somebody earlier in the week here, and let me see if I can find their tweets. Um, you know, I should have been better prepared for this. Um, oh, where did they go? Did they maybe delete their tweets? Well... I'll I'll paraphrase it rather than reading it directly. Basically, you know, I'd sent out a tweet saying Spotify's got this new fan insights dashboard, which is really right. cool. I haven't looked into it, but it sounds very cool. Anytime any service provides you the artist with more data about who is buying, listening, whatever, I'm all for that. Absolutely. Especially if it's at no additional cost which is free to begin with
1: right and I'm curious about it because they they provide insights kind of for the repertoire owner but I always like these kinda dashboards for the artists and management because they usually have a little bit different information a little bit differently uh, presented so I'm right
0: so so i sent that tweet out and it was nothing more than an informational tweet of hey here's here's the link on this and I gotta and I'm not gonna name names cuz I I don't need to do that but I got a tweet back from somebody saying Spotify are a ripoff for consumers, but especially for artists, don't go near them.
1: Mm, interesting.
0: <laughs> and um, so I I replied back, and hmm. um, my reply sometimes I you know I ignore it, but sometimes I'll give them a reply back. I go, um, let's see. Uh, my reply to him was. Um, uh oh god I hate sometimes following these trails here here we go Um I said totally disagree but you are free to avoid them if you like And uh he goes on to say would you accept literally fractions of a of a pence oh, per play for your tracks They also use DRM for the end user So so listen I'm I'm I've said this hmm? before I'm so tired of the payment argument with Spotify that I didn't Running. even go there. I went after yeah. the DRM for the end user and I said, and it, it's yeah. streaming. What DRM are you talking about? There's no DRM. It's a streaming service. That's that's the DRM in itself is that it's streaming music. Um, and then he went on to say here, because there's a lot of tweets, no need to get personal. I was trying to make an informed point about the way streaming services exploit everyone who uses them.
1: Did you just say informed?
0: And exploit. Okay. And so 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 I was saying, um, and I followed him and said, how are they exploiting me, the end user?
1: Well, it's so, with that DRM.
0: Um, he goes, um, let's see here, where was his? because um, you don't get to keep a copy of what you listen to, and without a web connection, you can't listen to any of it anyway. And this is where I'm like, okay, hmm. complete. Filled with lies and stupid logic. Well, what, clearly what you, the person and I, and I, and doesn't
1: understand what it is. It's I, I go every iTunes. single
0: one of these services, streaming services, as long as I'm a subscriber, I can save music offline. Sure. I can save every song in that catalog offline. I can save Yeah, I mean,
1: sometimes you have to pay, you know, like with Pandora, in order to have that functionality, or RDO, But in but, order to have that functionality, you have to pay, but you still have that. If he's
0: talking about Spotify yeah. specifically, um, that comes with your subscription. Uh, as long as I got space on this thing, I can fill it sure. up with as much music as I want. So right there, I was just like, oh, my God, you are just, you don't even know what you're talking about. And you're, you're a musician slash indie label. And he goes on to say, oh,
1: um, I've, I've,
0: I've researched them, decided they offer such a lousy deal for artists. I wouldn't waste my time. Um, he went on to say, um, let's see here, one other thing. And he goes, there are other business models already emerging, and I plan to explore them instead. But I'm mm. keeping it dark for now. Yeah, well, good and, for you. And, and, I, and I was like, "Dude, listen, uh, let's let's be real here." In thirty years of music business, internet business, when somebody says there's such an amazing new business opportunity out there, but I have to keep it dark for now, yeah, it's a scam.
1: Yeah, and you know how it is with streaming, and we've talked about this ad nauseum. But for those who haven't heard, you know, th- these guys aren't ripping anybody off. You know, these streaming services provide a very valuable service. And you know they pay out 70% of what they take in to the rights holders. Now, if you're getting .000, 000 whatever, maybe you should take a look at your contract. Maybe you should have a or, chat or, or, if you're or, an or artist. May- and
0: maybe nobody's streaming your music. if if nobody's playing your music you're not going to get paid if one person if one person is streaming your music you're not going to make a fortune and 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 i didn't even like i said i didn't even want to get into the the artist side of this i just went down his side of how it's they're taking advantage it's not fair for the consumer it's like you're so wrong i mean how from a consumer standpoint explain to me why this is terrible i've got a catalog of 30 million songs at my fingertips and i can take anywhere any, you go anywhere i go i can download those songs as long as i'm an active subscriber they're my music to listen to how is that unfair to me and and so this was just a conversation of just like there's so it it's it yeah. it gets to me how many people are still so absolutely uninformed out there about, yeah. about the business that they are trying to make their I think that's the larger career. problem.
1: I agree. I think that's the larger problem is that there's so much misinformation out there. And, and, and I'm just like you. I'm sure you know, I have all these conversations with people in the business, people that should know, marketing people, PR people. And they don't know the fundamentals of what streaming, downloading, internet radio is. They're three very different things. And they're tossed around. And and you've seen these stories where uh, an artist will come on and say, I had 30 million streams and I made $5. It's a ripoff. And people jump on that headline and they think, oh, my God, Spotify is ripping everybody off. But, you know, you need to do your – if this guy says he did his research, you need to dig a little deeper because that's just not – well, truth. you
0: know, yeah, and, and, and when when you say stuff like I've done my research and then you back that up by using actual complete untruths, there's yeah, nothing well. about anything you said now that whole, yes, you've got an opinion. I'm sorry, but your opinion, no you, your opinion is wrong. Yeah, you yeah. can have an opinion, but your opinion is not factual. Your opinion is wrong. Get it right. You know, people just... Go do some go do some real research.
1: Don't. It's not go, hard to do.
0: Don't believe the, information the media is in your headlines. Fingertips.
1: There's a lot of information from credible sources. You know whether it's the Wall Street Journal, whether it's Harvard Business Review, whether it's you know the Verge, Mashable, Hypebot. There's so many great sources out there where you can find you know educated um, thoughts and real research. That you know just reading a few headlines doesn't make you an expert and yeah. doesn't make you credible, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. so so that, that's that's my rant for the day. Go educate yourself, please people, <laughs> please. I mean, some of this stuff is just so basic i mean I, I, obviously this person doesn't even use the streaming service to say you can't play the music if you're not on a web connection. you've never even used the service, so how can you have an opinion? How can you research it then? I mean, you are like me, I use multiple services subscribe to them, not mm-hmm. because I'm literally using them all, but so I know what's going on in each service.
1: Oh, so you're that's... educated on it. Yeah, Absolutely. so I'm
0: educated on it. So um, let's segue into uh, a little bit from last week's discussion. So we were talking mm-hmm. about YouTube Red and Google Play Music, and I went out and subscribed. Um, And I got to tell you, I'm I'm kind of pleased with Google Play streaming. I'm liking it. Uh you know, I've got no opinion one way or another about YouTube Red. Great, I don't have ads. But I actually do there there there's some downsides to Google Play Music and I'll get to it, but I do like their interface. It's clean. It's very simple. It seems to work well. Um I like the fact that included with that is they give you a locker to store 50,000 of your own tracks. Um if I delete if I delete some of my own tracks, which I probably will do some crap that I've never ever listened to, I could probably move everything off of Amazon music up to Google play
1: um, how many tracks is that roughly
0: i you know I've probably got to get rid of. 5,000 tracks to get And down what there. would that bring
1: you down to? That, 50? Could, that
0: would bring me down to about the 50,000. And you're there. an anomaly. I, I think
1: most people, most people are, are under, under 30, people, oh God, you know, most people and that's ripping way most of that. their CDs. Way under um, that. So, so that's a pretty big number.
0: Yeah, it's a big number. It would definitely be a w- job for me to clean out my library on Amazon, to delete mm-hmm. what I don't want, and then to re-upload everything to Google Music. Yeah. Um it is a consideration though, because sure. Amazon Music's player blows. Flat out blows. It's it's just a sucky player. It's not elegant, it's not easy to use. It's just it just easy. hasn't evolved over it time just like some of the others. It hasn't evolved. And you know, I'm not maybe it evolves on Monday. We don't know. But for the right. last year or so, it hasn't really evolved that well the, right. the 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 amazon music mobile app nice the google play music mobile app really nice it's have you de- had a
1: chance to use now last time we spoke they hadn't launched the youtube music app and then right after we spoke literally like, the next day they launched it and i i downloaded it played with it and uh you know, it's a different experience. I think it's more after the maybe the Pandora type experience. It's really, um, but it's intuitive. It's easy. Um, I do like the the Google Play uh, experience a little bit better. Have you played with that at all?
0: I I've downloaded the music, the YouTube Music app. I've played with it very very briefly. Um, it looks nice. It looks interesting. I got to spend some more time on it. Um, but what you know what i'm frustrated with and is a point we made last week we've got three separate apps and services going here you've got youtube you've got youtube music and now you've got google play and maybe google play streaming mm-hmm. i mean this is the and it it's it's different apps for every single one of these and i'm sort of like oh, can't there be a better ui experience to this now i've noticed On the Google Play mobile app, if I bring up an artist that has a video, it will present that video to me within the Google Play mobile app and say, do you want to watch the video? That's kind of cool. So I do do really feel like, for me, the value proposition here is subscribe to Google Play Music and I get YouTube commercial free. I get all those other benefits because I'm not interested in necessarily paying for that but the google play i'm 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 much more impressed than i thought i would um a couple things that are lacking it needs a desktop application because right now on the mac it's it's a browser tab or you've got to go find a third-party app that somebody wrote which is kind of clue It doesn't work beautifully the the other thing that it's minor but annoys the hell out of me is without adding a third-party extension to my chrome browser my media keys on my mac do not start and stop and control the google play in the browser yeah which i love that you know i'm got music on in the background phone call comes in hit stop Right. Well, I can't do that in Chrome by default. You got to go find the tab and then click the play button, yeah. or just mute your entire Mac. Yeah. I have done some research. I found there's some third-party extensions I can install that do it. That's fine. Now at the end, I get the control I want. But why couldn't Google? Yeah. Do this. I right think it's because
1: you know. I mean, I, I had read that you know something like 80 percent. Uh, of the the listens are coming from mobile and i i I get that has to be their priority but you can't discount the desktop user because just as you say you're listening a lot of people listen at work yep in the background while they're working Um, a lot of folks like us will be working on something and have it going um i i don't think they should discount that well,
0: and and as we talked about last week, there's no excuse for them to discount it. Google has more than enough resources to develop a desktop application oh, right sure. along in parallel to the mobile. A good a, one. A good one. It's not like they're cash strapped. It's not like they're strapped for developers. So they've got no, talent. There, there we we is, know that. There's zero excuse for that. So yeah. I'm I am I'm missing that. I wish they had. You know, Spotify's got a very robust, might not be beautiful in some people's opinion, but it's got a very robust desktop app.
1: Yeah. And don't you think that came over time? It got better and better. And The same thing with these things. I I think you're absolutely right. I think there's going to be a a merging of these uh, services. Um, and I I do think that they're going to have a much better app because that's kind of how they roll, right? Here's version 1.0, yep, um, and then maybe in a few months. And I also think it's going to depend on the competition um, because I, I noticed Spotify in particular, when uh, Apple Music launched, they tightened up, and they started improving their UI. So uh, I think competition is a good thing in this space. I, we'll have- I,
0: I do. I agree. You know what i will say is i was pleasantly surprised with google play music streaming i don't know i don't know what what the hell is the official title is it google play music it, streaming it, or is it still google you, play music i, th-
1: I think they're right now there there's youtube music um, which i thought they were trying to brand this as and then but you can still go to google play not to be confused with Music key, which was kind of the working title there for a while, so it's all very confusing. See,
0: this, 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 this is the 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 branding marketing issue, which is is a huge mess for them because Google Play is their equivalent to the Apple App Store. It's everything. Google Play, yeah. you can get music, you apps, can do apps music, TV, film, podcasts, books. soon everything there. So Google Play is that. Google Play Music is the equivalent of. Apple Music, in my opinion, mm-hmm. yeah. But you can you can purchase download, you can music and download, and there's now streaming as part of it. So it there's 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 just confusion in my mind, in the eyes of the consumer, that I think they could they could be a much bigger, not that they aren't a big player in this space, but I think they could be a much bigger player. But don't if you they think had that's their branding, weakness, and,
1: Michael? Is there? And we've talked about this a little bit in the past some of these, I, I'll leave Apple out of this discussion for a moment, but if you take Spotify, RDO, Pandora, um, Google Play, I think their weakness, they're so powerful in so many ways, development and and having the resources and the brain power but just marketing. Yep, I completely just agree. Just simple marketing 101, um, even Amazon, who... You know, I've worked pretty closely with Amazon for many years, and I've always kind of wanted them to succeed. And there are just some basic things like you know they had launched uh, uh, a couple of services, but then didn't really tout them. One of them was if you bought a CD, they would automatically put the music in your locker.
0: Yeah, I remember that,
1: and I loved that. I thought that was so brilliant because I went and looked even, in my locker even if you
0: bought vinyl. If you yes, bought vinyl, they back, gave
1: you a digital version of yeah, it. Yeah. And it was back, it went back, I, I can't remember now, but like 10 years yeah. or something. So I went back there, and even things that I had bought as gifts for people, I had the digital files. And I just thought, wow, that's pretty cool. So now the great part about that is I can buy a CD today, even if I'm not a Prime member. Let's say it takes a couple of days to get to me. But once I make the purchase, I can listen to it right now. And I thought that is genius. That will set them apart from everyone else. There was a little press announcement, maybe a little story, you know, on HypeBot. Nothing, and nothing you, help.
0: Yep. No, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, I don't see the, the marketing is not out there to differentiate one service from the other. They're all just trying to say we're the best streaming service. Well, you know, like we were saying with Google, Google, why don't you say you get advertising-free YouTube when you join the streaming service? Nobody else can give you that. And will ever be able to give you that. They might be able to add music videos into their catalog. But I'm yeah. sorry, YouTube is That's compelling. light years ahead of all other video content out there. That is a compelling um, feature that it differentiates, differenti- them, differentiates right? you. And and Amazon's got, as we you were just talking about, Amazon has those same type of things that there's a lot of interesting things that... You know, join Amazon Music. Oh, by the way, because you join it as a Prime member, now you're getting two-day shipping for free. You might not think that's valuable. Just start using it, and you're going to learn how much you love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you also get access to our video library, all these Mm -hmm. movies, all these TV TV shows. You don't get that on Spotify. You don't get that on Google. You don't get that on Apple. Yeah. I think they're they're missing the phone. You need to differentiate
1: and you need to communicate those. Those are compelling reasons. Let's face it. A lot of these services do a lot of the same things. So why should I go to one over the other? Just what you just mentioned. There are some compelling reasons that each one of them can differentiate themselves from the others and say, well, we're special because of this. And Yeah. You know, some of that's getting communicated, but I just don't think it's being communicated well.
0: It's, it's being communicated as a bullet point line item in a, on a benefits page where it's like, Oh, if you go to, what do you get for your $10 a month? There's the bullet point that says you get this. That's how they're communicating it. Yeah. You know? So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with Google Play Music for, for a while here. I, I'm liking it. Um, do I actually consider moving my entire music library over to it? Depends on, uh, you know, are they going to get a robust desktop app? You know, um, I do like the fact that Google Play is integrated into the online world more than mm-hmm. Amazon is. And, and believe me, I only went with Amazon – a couple years ago because they were the only one that offered an online locker service that big. And it's yeah. only like twenty five dollars a month to get all of that. But it's never it's never developed to become a useful service. It's a great yeah. it's a great way for me to store all my music and know it's never going to be lost. Yeah.
1: How important is sound quality to you? Are you one of those guys that has to have the now, super high bit rates? I mean, does it really matter?
0: Nope. It doesn't matter to me. I I can hear the difference. I remember mm-hmm. when Tidal first came out and I listened, you know, A-B tested the same track on Tidal and the same track on Spotify. Boy, you can hear. There's a big difference. It's very noticeable.
1: Yeah. And that's probably through your home stereo. If you're listening through earbuds you know and you're running you you're know, jogging yeah, you're but, probably but, not gonna but tell it's, it's too not much through the quality difference.
0: speakers it was through the speakers on a on my laptop it was it was enough that it was crisper it was clearer mm-hmm. but is it enough that i would pay twice as much for it no it, it, that's not as important to me
1: yeah have you ever used sonos no i've got a buddy of mine that works there I used to work at Gaffin and uh Um, he hooked me up with a a Sonos system at home. And I got to tell you, it's really cool for digital music. Yeah, it's wireless. Um, There's a lot of speaker systems out there that are wireless. But I think they were made by music people. And not to get too far off track, but you can't play Pandora, Spotify, those kinds of things through Sonos unless you're a paying customer. And I think that's, it's kind of cool, you know, they're kind of promoting the business a little bit. But if you've got an account, um, then yeah, you, you can. And uh, the, the sound quality, even on those, you know, regular digital streams and, and downloads, sounds amazing. Yeah. You know,
0: but I'm, again, I'm, I'm
1: like you, I'm not one of those guys. I was on a panel at, uh, at CES one year uh, about sound quality. And I, I get those studio engineers. I, I get it's their livelihood, and they're very good at what they do. And when you do hear, if when you go into a studio and you hear recordings, it's awe-inspiring. But the fact of the matter is, we don't listen to music in the middle of a sound room. We do it while we're working out. We're doing it while we're vacuuming. You know, yeah, we're no, doing it while we're driving ba- in ba- a noisy it's background. car. Yeah, you we're know, singing mean, along to it. I, I, I don't I have, think I, most have the, I have the care. same
0: same argument when it comes to vinyl. Listen, I love vinyl. I mean, you can see I've got plenty of vinyl. I love it, but it's not superior sound quality in my opinion, and there is zero convenience. Oh dear lord! Zero convenience. They're going to vinyl. get some mail. They're
1: going to get some hate well, mail. Well, you
0: know what? And they can bring it on. But when when I'm going for a walk down along the beach with my two year old and I want to listen to music, it sure as hell isn't going to be on a vinyl player.
1: It's hard to hold that turntable still in the wind.
0: When I want to listen to the music in the car, there is not a vinyl player in my car. Sure, you can come home, go into your listening room, which you've optimized the speakers and everything else, and there's an experience to it, and I totally love that experience. There is an experience to it. I I do, I love the crackle. I love the warmth. But there's Touching, zero convenience feeling, to it, and when I size need, the cover. when I'm vacuuming, I need you know music through this in my headphones. I you know yeah. when 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 I get the urge to listen to an artist, um, I don't want to go find that vinyl and then have to clean the vinyl and then drop it down. Hmm. It's like I want to hear it right now. So I'm the same way. Listen, there's people who love it and live for that, and I and I totally get that and appreciate that. But that is not the majority of the music consumers that are out there. And it will never be the majority of the consumers. No,
1: it's even though it's growing, you know, again, it's still a rounding error when it comes to the revenue it generates. I went on a tour of a vinyl facility last week and it, you know, they're using some of the same equipment from 30 years ago. And I think that's really cool. And it's just there's so much that you think is automated that's not. You know, you're know, you watching them take the vinyl, slide it in the sleeve, put that in. And then, yeah, it's on the shrink wrap machine. But there's, there's something really cool about that. And like you, you hit it on the head. I think it's experience. There are times when I go to the Pasadena swap meet and I come home with some vinyl and I like to put it on the turntable. And it just brings me back to those days when I worked at Tower Records, You know, where I yep. worked at an indie. And um, I love that. But it's not practical for, for me for every day. It's kind of just for fun once in a while. Um, plus, I have a turntable that you know, hooks into my computer. So if I go buy some record that's long out of print, like I found this 45, which was Holly from Holly and the Italians and Joey Ramone singing, I Got You, Babe. Wow. And, it, and it's awesome. It's just as cool as you think it might be, because you know, they do it straight. And I couldn't find that digitally anywhere. And so I just put it on the turntable, and now I've got it on my you know, iPhone with you know, pops and crackle and everything. Yep. But you know, I think there's, there's still a need for it. But I, I honestly believe that people buy vinyl, and then a lot of them buy the download or the CD as well because people like to put the vinyl up on their shelf and go, see how cool I am? I have you know, Kiss right. first, you know, first, whatever. First pressing. Yeah, and I've got that, that you know, or they, you know, they can put it up and show that they're hip and cool. But I don't know how much of this vinyl is actually getting played uh, very often. I could be wrong.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you, and, and you hit the nail on the head when you said it's just a rounding error. For, for every article that says vinyl is, re, is, is in a resurgence, is coming back, and its sales have increased X percent. Well, sure, increasing from zero to one is a huge increase. Yeah. Let, let's not forget that back in the '80s, they were selling millions of units of vinyl per release in one weekend per one artist. So we're still not anywhere even close to what it was. It will never be there. No, no. Uh, you know where? It's I not going to save the industry. It's not going to save the industry. It's a, the it's a marketing. It's really industry. a marketing tool. It's an add-on sales revenue. I totally encourage you to look at it as an opportunity to make some more money, but it's not going to you're you're not going to sell big time units. No. No. So um you kind of talked about um you mentioned a comment about how there's going to be some uh like merging of services and funny enough, last week one of our comments at the end was we really think there's still going to be you know, these services are going to... There's so many of them, Yeah, there's right? so many of them. They're, 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 they're going to start merging. People are going to start buying each other because you, you don't need six services offering the same thing. Well, ironically enough, you, you, know, yeah. you know, doing our, our Johnny Carson, you know, whatever um, <laughs> imitation. Um, a few days after that came out, it was announced that Pandora is buying the assets of RDO. Mm -hmm. And when I first saw that- $75 million. $75 million. So when I first saw that, I was like, it's buying the assets. It's not buying the company. What does this mean? What's going on here? Well, here's what turns out. RDO is filing bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they were were losing a a couple million dollars a month. And um, pending the approval of their bankruptcy filing- that's right. Um, Pandora has tendered an offer for seventy-five million dollars to buy the assets. Meaning, you buy the brand, you buy the technology, you buy the code. I guess a lot of the employees will probably move over to Pandora. Hopefully. Um, how it gets, you, but but RDO as a service as a brand is over.
1: It's going away. It's
0: going away. It's still what, live today, but it, it's
1: what, they're what, definitely what winding Andora it down. What
0: Pandora plans to do with it? Not exactly sure where it's gonna. What they're gonna do with it? How they're gonna integrate it? What it means? I mean, I I, I know some businesses where, you know, they'll they'll do things like this. I worked for a company once where, um, you you all you care about are the the assets, the technology, the um, the contracts. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all you're buying. You're buying, you're, so maybe RDO is buying the customers. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what they're buying. Maybe they're buying the user registrations, and that's all they need because they want to convert them into Pandora. Who who knows? But yeah. the but the interesting mm-hmm. point was here is a streaming service, RDO, um, which was doing a decent amount of advertising. At least in my market, I it was funny enough. I'd hear RDO advertise on the radio all the time, Mm -hmm. and it was just very odd, not for RDO to be there, but to hear terrestrial radio advertising RDO, hearing the jocks do a live read that says how much they love the RDO service, and, you know, I've got my playlists and all my music there, and I'm just sort of like, Hmm. as radio, aren't you shooting yourself in the foot by saying... Is, is business that bad in terrestrial radio that they're letting direct competitors come on? I would say it's the opposite.
1: You know, all the numbers I read is that people, the number one way people still discover music is through terrestrial radio, and it, I see it as they're like, bring it on. I mean, we're not going anywhere any, it's just, anytime it's just, soon. It
0: was a it was a very odd thing to hear yeah. a radio station say. Go go start using RDO because listen I've said this all along radio can't compete at the level of music with streaming services.
1: No. Unless you it great comes talent, down to convenience right it's like right. bottled water right. you go into your car you hit a button you're you're good to go
0: right so um, so so, it's we've, just so we've, easy. we've got a little consolidation that's already started to happen radio yeah. is out of business radio is being acquired um, by Pandora. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of the numbers that started to come out, they were losing 2 million dollars a month. And that's in all of their various costs and overhead and staff and everything, license fees and everything else. That's a lot of money. Per it is. Month. It is.
1: Um, I think you got to step back and look at RDO. You and I talked about this, you know, many episodes ago about, you know, it's one of our favorite you know, streaming services. Um, even though they weren't as big as, a, say, a Spotify, um, they they there was a hipness factor there, kind of like with Slacker. Um, people, kind of uh, music junkies, liked RDO. Um, I think it was about a year ago they revamped kind of their their structure and, and they, they had you know, a free version, a three ninety nine dollars version and then you know the full on $10 a month one and really what it came down to was you know the free version there's ads right you pay three ninety nine dollars you get rid of the ads but you really can't do much on mobile you pay the whole $10 then you get unlimited downloads you know uh, that you can cash and carry around in your phone I thought that RDO you know, it was one of my favorite services to to play around with. They had user-curated playlists, they had um, you know, RDO curated. And I felt like they were kind of ahead of their time a little bit. Some of the things that they were doing early on, um, now Apple Music and Spotify are doing more of and as it happens, it's kind of like the you know, Betamax losing out, you know, to right. VHS. It's not always the best man that wins. Right. Um You know, and I feel like that a little bit with RDO, but I do think, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this too, Pandora, you know, for those who don't know the difference between, say, a streaming service and Pandora, Pandora is really more of what they call, you know, internet radio, and it's a great service, you know, I think they've got like something like 80 million active users, it's very successful, it's it's a great company. I I listen to it. It's, it's it's good when you want to put something on and then not think about it and you want it in a certain feel or genre. It's not really a playlist. You're not really picking and choosing songs. It's you choose either an artist or a genre and it will play for you and right. the free version has ads. What I I think this is a good marriage and I'd like to see what you think. Here's RDO, who's good you know with streaming and downloading, and here's Pandora who's not good with streaming and downloading, you know, as a service, they're internet radio. You merge the two together. That's if if they actually continue to do what RDO did and maybe grow from that, I see it as making Pandora a serious contender against, say, uh Spotify and you know Apple Music.
0: Well, so I'm not a Pandora user at all. I've got an account, but I don't use it at all um, because it's basically internet radio and you, right. you you pick the station you want, basically, and you let it go through. And, you know, you can say more or less of this, but I, right. you, I don't like this track, what, whatever. And you can have a
1: station built on your likes. Like you can right. go in there and say, I like Cheap Trick, and it'll build a station around so, Cheap Trick. So
0: the reason I don't use it, and, and maybe I need to be educated on this... I do that in Spotify right now. Well, that's the thing. Spotify has radio where, as you described it, sometimes I don't want to pick anything. I just want it to run behind the background. So I've created some artists where I'm just like, okay, um, I um, I want a KISS radio station. All right, it's built off of the artist KISS. It's going to be heavy in KISS music but it's going to have other related artists come up in that you'll there. you'll probably like. And I can, if I'm paying attention, I can click up or down on an artist and say more or less of this type of artist in the station. To me, that's what Pandora is. So why do I need Pandora if I've got that feature already, for the most part, You're right. built into Spotify?
1: Spotify and Apple Music and some of the other competitors do have what they call stations. I mean, even RDO has stations, right. but nobody ha- nobody does it like Pandora as far as just the width and breadth. I, I get But that. you're right. It is you know, it is a very similar service. But But this
0: also comes down to, all right, well, Pandora, why are you so much better than Spotify? Because- Spotify works freaking great for me. Google ha- Google Play Music has stations right now. You can be listened to anything and say, create a station. And this is across all service. Create a station, boom, there's your station. Um, you know, maybe it's not as well, I don't know, quote, curated or doesn't have the depth of intelligence that Pandora's and go, oh, well, this might really be a unique off-the-wall artist. Listen, again, this is something that's going on in the background
1: for me. Right, but don't so, you think it's because they were kind of one of the first they in the, the space? First. They were
0: the first in the they space. And
1: got, they got the critical mass, yep. you know, those customers. Yep. I think that, that says more about I, I, I their think, success. I think
0: and- more than anything, Pandora is still here because they were the first in the space to do that. They got a lot of people on board who just got comfortable using the service. And I never did that from the beginning and as soon as i started using streaming services and i'm looking at well somebody tell me why is pandora dramatically better that i need to subscribe to pandora or even use the free account just to do a station why why go to a different app to do a station when i can do the station in the same program that all my other music is in yeah
1: and
0: and, you know, so I.
1: I, see- I think there's another reason, though, Michael. I think it's also if you look at their customer base. I think a, a Spotify, a Google Play, Apple Music. I think those are more active music fans. They've they've proven that the people who, um, you know, that buy the most music, stream the most music. But when you go to Pandora, I think that that may be. And, and this is just my opinion that maybe that's not the most active music um, customer like with the streaming services or the download services. Maybe Pandora, because it's so simple and because it really gives you that comfort food that you like and people listen to it at work, you know all day long, you know maybe those tens of millions of people that use that are a different customer. You know, maybe it, it, less active.
0: It, it it could be they might be less technically adept. I mean, is it possible it's the, I always use this as the joke, <clears throat> is it is it mom and dad? Are they e- comfortable enough and easy enough? And has Pandora penetrated the system enough that everybody understands how to use Pandora where that same person gets glassy eyes when you start talking about a streaming service? Yeah. And, and that could be all it is. It could just be a pure comfort level. I've been on Pandora from day one. I know how to use it. It doesn't matter if you tell me I can get more for the money somewhere else. I don't want to change. You know, It's easy, and a lot of these
1: guys are free, right? A lot of them, they they don't mind an ad here and there because if you listen to the radio, you're going to get an ad. I think it would, it's almost grandparents now because parents are becoming pretty hip uh, to well, what's when, going on. when I, my, what I'm
0: saying our our parents, so the grandparents of our of the young kids, is yeah, what, is what yeah. we're talking
1: about. Because I think my mom would take offense to that. She's got her MacBook Air, she's got her iPhone. She's she's pretty savvy, you know, for someone in her her 70s. But I think that you're you're absolutely right. There is a segment of the population that still has a 12 blinking on their VCR. Uh, yep. Maybe not literally, but you know what I mean, that, that, yep. and, and that's okay. You know, not everybody's going to get into this, and there should be uh, a choice for them. That's you push a button. We used to call it the grandma button. You know, something where you push it, it works. You're done. Um, and that was the problem, I think, with you know DVDs uh, when they first came out. They needed to have and and not to get too far off track. But when Fox put out Avatar, the first version they put out. They put out with that in mind. There were no what they call VAM. There was no trailers. There was no nothing. You put that thing in, it play. played the movie. Yep. And I think there's something to be said for that. And, you know, when you and I use Microsoft Word, Excel, PowerPoint, or, you know, and I think some of these things are just so bloated with so many different things that you can do, you know, maybe that's why Google Docs is so popular. Um, I think there is something to be said for the simplicity of pandora you know even though maybe for you and i that it's we need more than that
0: yeah yeah you know it 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 will be interesting to see what pandora does with rdo um i think it's going to be interesting to see how the 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 space continues to contract i don't think it's going to grow i think you're going to see services contracting meaning more mergers happening, more consolidations happening. Um, you know, a, a crazy off the wall thought here. If it got so bad, because clearly look at, I mean, RDO is losing two million dollars a month. There's they're they're not make they were not making money. Is Spotify flowing cash positive? Mm, who knows? Probably not. You know, yeah. the only one that's probably seriously flowing cash positive are Apple, Amazon, and Google because they've got significant other businesses that are keeping the companies alive. Yeah, and I would add Amazon
1: to that. I did. List. I said I said
0: Google, Apple, Amazon. So those okay. those 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 three are surviving. Not because their music services are a hundred percent profitable, because the companies are. Yeah. So what would happen if Spotify woke up? on monday and said bankruptcy you know what we've got way too much debt we can't refinance it what happens if deezer did that what happens if all of these streaming services over the next you know it was just a domino effect would the record industry step in and save it
1: i think the record industry if history is any indication you'll remember that um they tried to start their own downloading stores, but they, you know, half of the majors went with one, and half of the majors went with the other, um, and it was it was a nightmare. Um, I can see if that scenario happened, I can see the labels kind of banding together, whether it's with the RIAA or you know, with another partner, and you know, creating a you know a centralized kind of music source,
0: or, 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 or do, they, do they just let? Them topple, knowing that we're always going to have Google, Amazon, and Apple. They're always going to be there, yeah. but do they need do would, would they want competition to those three? I mean, I think they do. How I much think- How much revenue would a, uh, the record labels potentially be losing if all other streaming services folded? Because, yeah. for example, here, um, RDO owes Sony Music two point four million dollars. Now, two point four million dollars is a sneeze, not a huge amount. It's a sneeze to Sony, but there there's big amounts owed there. So how much do they owe all? I mean there there there's a page here that lists everything they owe money to Roku, Sony, Axis, sure. Shazam, Warner. You know how much is it here? Warner Music is owed um, six hundred thirteen thousand dollars. Again, that's pocket change. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I look at it a little bit differently. I look at it as Back in the day, there was Walmart. And when you wanted to put out big numbers of records, uh, that's why some of these country records did really well. They might bring in 100,000 or more of a new country record. Walmart was the big beast when it came to retail, and they could kind of dictate terms. And I remember people back in the day going, Yeah, you know, we need more Walmarts, not less. You know, we, we need more competition. So fast forward to. Apple iTunes becomes the new Walmart in the digital age that for digital downloads, they were that behemoth. Now, I'm not saying there was anything wrong with that necessarily. They weren't dictating terms or whatever, but it it was what it was. Then all of a sudden, Amazon started their digital store. And within the labels, the talk was, we need to support Amazon. We need another player in the space. So I can see with You know, let's say things happened with some of these streaming uh, providers. As long as there were people still in the space, I don't think anybody would panic. But if it looked like it, the whole you know, the whole scene was kind of uh, going away, uh, I can see the labels uh, stepping in and kind of creating their own. You know, but but if you, but
0: I mean, well, I mean, here's a crazy question. Yeah, what, what if it for whatever reason streaming just doesn't work? The, the independent streaming companies go out bankrupt. Apple, Amazon, and Google say, you know what? We're pulling the plug on our streaming. That experiment didn't work. Streaming as a avenue of music consumption disappears. Right. Would the labels go, you know what? We're fine with that because now you're back to having to buy product.
1: Yeah, but I think the tubes out of the toothpaste, you know, I, I don't think there's no retail outlets. Like where would you buy a record these days walmart's carrying less well and less you still Q's. go to google
0: play to buy your download you go to itunes to buy your download amazon, you to, amazon to buy your download yeah. you know it's it's never going back to physical product but you know is is streaming that important in the in the um environment of music consumption right now that it Cannot be allowed to go away or five years would, ago,
1: I would say, uh, yeah, absolutely it could go away today with the amount of adoption, uh, I don't think it could.
0: And And, I really and let's, don't. listen and, and I'm, for everybody listening, I want to be clear I don't think it's going to go away. I don't think the no, big, just, I don't uh, think the big three, Apple, Amazon, and Google will will change. They, yeah. they, those that the music is, is a lost leader for other business for them. Um, obviously, they want to make them profitable, but if it's not as profitable for them, it's not killing those companies off, unlike somebody like a Spotify who that's their only business is making money off that subscription.
1: But they're diversifying, and I think you know you saw it in the press uh, this week. these companies are buying up, you know, the Pandoras and the spotifys of the world are are looking to diversify and looking to go into Uh, different products and I think you're going to see that a lot more where it's not going to be a pure play Pandora or Spotify you're going to see them get into all sorts of things just like you know Google has gotten into all different products as you mentioned before you
0: know you and you're right I mean one of the things they talk about is um Spotify adding podcasts. Spotify adding video services to it. You know, Title has videos available for it. iTunes has always had music videos that you could purchase and download. Sure. Um, is that really enough of a diversification to make a difference? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think. I you know. I think people are getting their videos from YouTube.
1: Yeah, they're not. Yeah, I'm thinking of other partnerships too, like um, when you talk about Apple TV, Roku. You know, some of these connected, most televisions these days are connected and they have apps. Sure, but
0: you get all, you you can get all, odds are you can get all three of these services or multiple services on any of those devices. So that doesn't necessarily give you a leg up. It's just keeping you at the same level. You know, if, if somebody like Spotify were able to come in and go to, and this would never happen, go to Apple TV and say, we want to be the exclusive only music streaming service on apple tv that's different but the mm. fact that sure you can get spotify and you can get apple music and you could probably get google and you can get mm. youtube and you can get all you know you're just one of many yeah. that does that does that bring you new customers not necessarily i think it just lets your customers um use you in ways they hadn't. Yeah, you, ha, you have to make
1: it easy, and I would add Amazon you know, to that even though they don't necessarily I mean I think the, uh, challenge, the nice. challenge
0: is how do they get people to pay subscriptions? At the end of the day, that's you know you don't necessarily want more free users, you want more users that are going to open up. That's the where the
1: revenue out. is, absolutely, and you know we've talked before, I think it also you know we have to look at baking those subscriptions in to other services, whether it's your cable bill, your cellular bill, uh, whatever it is, uh, I think there's room for growth there as well. Which is why
0: I think back to what we were very first talking about, I think Google is missing the boat by not saying part of your subscription gives you YouTube, all of YouTube, ad-free. That's a huge upsell. Yeah. It's a huge upsell that... That, you know, as you said, your your kids use YouTube day and night. Primarily. I mean, they'd freaking love to have it ad free. And if that came yeah. as a benefit to something else, great. Would I have, would me subscribe to YouTube ad free just on its own? No. I'll do it for yeah. my daughter, but for me, no. I'm just used to the ads and it's part of my daily life. But gee, yeah. the fact that you gave it to me as an upsell because I joined Google Music, I love you for that. That's great customer. It's great customer service in my mind. You're doing more than than Apple's. Apple's not giving me free videos because I'm paying them.
1: Right. That's a good point. No one else can do that. Nobody
0: else is doing that. Yeah. So,
1: cool.
0: yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this space continues to contract. I think it's contracting. I don't necessarily think we're going to see a new service pop up. I think you're seeing contraction. But some consolidation. I like mentioned last week. I, I feature do think add-ons, that's add-ons. You know, uh, Google Play is going to be adding podcasts anytime soon, which you'll be able to find us on Google Play whenever that happens. You know, does that take a little dent out of Apple, who is the, you know, 800-pound gorilla when it comes to podcasts? I don't know. You know, maybe that that becomes a thing. It was rumored that Spotify was going to be doing that six months ago. There's nothing happening. Mm -hmm. You know, I think part of what also has to happen is you've got to move fast. You have to be able to move quickly and get these new features added in now. I mean again- there was there were articles six months ago that Spotify was probably going to be doing podcasts. What happened how How hard was it to do that? Why are we still waiting? Yeah, I don't know all right, good all call, right. good call so um we are figuring out what we're doing next week. It's Thanksgiving week next week, so actually, let's give you guys, everybody in the U.S., Happy Thanksgiving because you'll be watching us next week, which is Thanksgiving. Week. Absolutely. So record a week early. Happy and Thanksgiving we week. We will either have a guest with us, or we may take the holiday off. We don't know, but uh, we'll let you know. Tell the next show. Thanks, everyone.
1: All right. Thanks, everyone.